Welcome to Tales of Jovita. And now for a massage with Tim, part four. So later on that evening, I received a text message from Tim telling me to meet him at the top floor of the Tampa International Airport parking lot by the Jaeger elevators at 4 a.m. Yes, 4 a.m. Now, a huge part of me was like, you know what? I don't care how good looking this man is. I don't care how kind he is. I am not going to be anywhere at 4 a.m. Then I had to rethink it. I've got everything taken care of. I got my mom taken care of. They covered my shifts at work last minute. So I guess I better meet him at the Tampa International Airport parking lot elevators, the Jaeger elevators, at 4 a.m. So I made sure I went to sleep early, got myself together, and I was able to actually make it to the airport parking lot at 4 a.m. And when he saw me, he had this huge smile on his face. Well, see, he's still on European time, so for him, like, it's no big deal, the difference. Because it's like daytime over there. But me, I'm on, you know, I'm, I'm technically I should just be on Pacific time because I just never matched with Eastern time anyway. So I told him, I said, you are lucky I am here. You're very lucky I'm here. And he laughed. He says, well, I'm very, um honored you're here. I said, well, thank you. But we have to do one thing before we go to the airplane. He said, what? I said, I have to fire you as a client because now that we're going someplace together, I can never work on you again for money. And he laughed. He said, okay, that's fine. I will accept that as a consequence for me taking you to Maine. I said, okay. Oh, by the way, so I can text everybody to let them know where to find me if I end up murdered. What airline are we taking and what's our schedule? He looked at me and said, airline? We're not taking an airline. I arranged a private jet and we're going to be flying from here straight into the Hancock County Airport in Trenton, Maine. Then you hired a private jet. Now part of me wanted to go, oh my Lord, he hired me a private jet. And the other half of me is like, no, 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 no. And I just looked at him and said, well, I would expect nothing less from you. <laughs> so we took the luggage. We went on the jet. Everything was great. The flight was just so smooth. And I had so much space. I even took a cat nap while I was on the plane. And then once we arrived at the Hancock Airport, he did get a rental. And I kind of just looked at him and I asked him, can you just go ahead and put my name on the rental too? Here's my driver's license. He said, why? I said, I'm very, very prone to car sickness. So unless you want something additional to clean up or a new type of aromatherapy in the car, I really recommend you let me drive around these twists and turns. And he's like, oh, yuck, okay, (laughs) not not a problem. I said, okay. (laughs) So when we left the Hancock Airport, I drove us first to the IGA store. And he's like, why are we stopping here? I said, oh, this is the IGA store in Trenton, Maine. He goes, what's so special about this store? Everything is special about the IGA store. They got the best sandwiches in the world. Plus, I don't want to spend $10 on a bottle of water or a ginger ale at the hotel. So let's just get a cooler and load up. He's like, okay, that's fine. I mean, it doesn't matter to me, but we can go ahead. And he walked in and we ordered our sandwiches. And he's like, this place is really small and packed. I said, well, yeah, I mean, it's a wine store, a grocery store, ice cream parlor, 
room rentals upstairs, downstairs storage, and it also is an RV and car <laughs> storage facility and a gas station. And I'm sure there's something. Oh, yeah, they also pump propane, too. Do we need any propane? <laughs> He's like, you, they really utilize their space here. I said, Ev, that's Maine. Like, every piece of land is utilized so they do not have to expand because they really love their land here, which is something you will find out. They love their land here in Maine. So, well, I plugged into the GPS, the hotel address, because I wasn't too sure which one we were staying at because I don't remember it. But it GPS took us straight there, and it's like, oh wow, you know, this is one of the newer hotels. And we checked our luggage in, and I was kind of wondering about the whole room situation. But what he did was he booked two adjoining rooms, and he gave me the suite, the larger room. I was like, oh my god, that's like so kind. So we took our stuff up to the room, and we looked at my room first. I was like, oh wow, that's a big tub. I mean, that's a really big soaking tub. I mean, you could fit a family in this tub. Now, you know how like most normal bathtubs when you sit in them and you fill it up, you, you still have the whole upper part of your body exposed and it just feels like a giant, disgusting cis bath. Well, this is a full blown soaking tub. I mean, your whole body is going to be covered. It's like I got and 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 he had the the jet streams in it, too. So I can turn on the jet streams. So I, oh, I was excited. I well, honestly, I could not wait to get into that tub. But after we got everything situated, checked in, you know, we still have plenty of time because we didn't fly a commercial like we flew from one airport to the next. It was like so easy. We didn't have an exchange or anything. So we went ahead and I said, hey, look, the weather's still looking good right now. Um, the main fog has not come through. So why don't we go up to the top of Cadillac Mountain? So then you can see what it looks like during the daytime. Because the next time we drive up, it's going to be early in the morning for sunrise. So we did. Then we went through the twists and the turns. And I was just smiling ear to ear. Because, oh, Acadia is just so, it's so, um, I, I, you know, I can't say beautiful doesn't describe it. It's just, it's home. It's like that home away from home. So as we drove up to the top, there weren't a lot of people there, which was fantastic. We timed this perfectly. So we were able to get a great parking spot and we were able to just walk around and just see the view and you could see all the cruise ships coming in. And then all of a sudden I felt him like looking to my left and I said, what's wrong? And he goes, oh, look over there. So all of a sudden this row of just beautiful classic Lincoln Continentals came rolling up. And all the gentlemen just, you know, they were just proud of their classic cars. They were just the smaller, beautiful ones. I want to say around the 1940s. I'm not too sure because I don't know my cars very well, but they all pulled up and they were all like mostly, you know, convertibles. And then they all got out and they're chit-chatting. And then all of a sudden I see them looking the other direction. So then I kind of walk up behind them and look the other direction too. And there was a man who was obviously a professional photographer with this huge, huge camouflage lens. I mean, this thing was massive. So all of a sudden I see all these poor gentlemen kind of looking at their camera lenses and then looking at his camera lens. And you can tell it was definitely a bit emasculating. So they went and put their cameras away and 
you know, these are men who have questions and they're professionals and they know what they want. They know what they like. So they walked up to this gentleman and asked him, what does he do for a living? Of course, he's a photographer, but still, you want more details. <laughs> and how much was that camera? I'm going to find out. He is, this gentleman is or was, I'm sure he still is now, an international photographer who travels the world and he's a freelancer for like National Geographic, Smithsonian. Um, he also takes a lot of photos for the UNESCO heritage sites. And he, so he's just a really just well-rounded, very popular photographer. And apparently there was some type of rare bird that was sighted um, around Acadia. So... He was kind of sitting there on the top of Cadillac Mountain waiting for this bird to appear. So then this other gentleman kind of walked up and said, Sir, if you do not mind, how much is that lens? And he said, Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it was just $98,000. It was just $98,000. And he's like, $98,000? He's like, Yeah, just $98,000. So I'm thinking to myself, you know, this man must make a damn good living to be able to pay out $98,000 for a camera lens. I mean, that's just that lens. I mean, who knows what else he has as well. So that was just, it was neat. It was neat to see. You know, me, I'm nosy, so I got to find these things out. So then we went um, back down. And all I had my mind on was that bathtub. I just wanted in that bathtub so bad. So I went ahead and I ran to the clubhouse and I said, hey, do you have any soaking products I could use in the Whirlpool bathtub that's in my room? And they said, oh yes. So I got this coconut milk and honey soak and it's great for sensitive skin. It doesn't hurt the skin, anything like that. It's not gonna irritate the skin. It's very anti-inflammatory. So I was like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna get this. So I went back to the room and He's just sitting there, you know, on the balcony, just really enjoying the view because at the time, the Queen Mary kind of worked its way into the dock. So that's all you would see at the end of the walkway. And he's like, I feel like I'm home. And I'm like, yeah, well, I mean, we could just hop on that and go to your home. <laughs> he goes, you know, that would be a good idea. You know what? No, knowing you, let's just stick with the idea we have right now. I'm sure he probably could book us some rooms back. So... I decided to go ahead and tell him, you know what? I want a bath. I'm going to take a bath. And that's a big bathtub. He said, I know it's a big bathtub. So you can fit a whole family in that bathtub. He said, I know I can fit a whole family in that bathtub. Hmm. I tell you what. How about I get in that bathtub and you join me? And he looked at me. He goes, I can do that. And my heart stopped. I'm like, no way. No way. This man, he's just going to run. There is no way this man is going to join me for a bath. So I went, and I filled the tub up. And I turned on the jet streams. And the water was nice and milky, so you couldn't see through it. So there was, like, a level of privacy there. But the one downside is that the motor sounded like a lawnmower. I mean, I, I got, like, John Deere going on in my ear. But you know what? That's okay, because I'm going to have this luscious man in the bathtub with me so i get in and i'm just nice and comfy you know and it's perfect because my hair is nice and long so it's kind of giving me like a modesty drape 
And then he decides to come in. He knocks on the door. Can I come in? Yes. So like a little five-year-old, I cover my eyes. <laughs> so I wouldn't see anything when he hopped in. And he did. He got in the tub. However, when he got in the tub, the water level rose. And it rose up to my chin. And I felt like a, just a giant potato with short T-Rex arms. And he's just looking all suave. He's got his arms hanging over the tub. He's just kicked back. He's got his head in the back of the tub. I'm barely struggling to tread water in this thing. And I, again, I look and feel like a potato. But, you know, I figure, again, I am just in a tub with this handsome man. And I'm just going to enjoy every minute of it. And if I look like a potato, then that's just his problem then. I don't know. So I close my eyes to relax. All of a sudden, I feel these hands on my ankles, and he yanks me down under the water. And I like, pop up. <laughs> Luckily, my hair covered me up, and I crisscrossed my arms, and he just started laughing at me. And I said, you know what? I would do the same to you, but my arms are too short. I can't reach you. <laughs> and he just, he just thought it was just funny. And I was like, you know what? I'm okay with it. He's like, are you sure you're okay with this? I said, yes, I'm okay with this. <laughs> So the water started cooling off, and I knew it was getting to be that time. It was getting to be that time for to go night-night, because I have had a big day, and I really enjoyed myself, but I'm still kind of like in heaven, not believing any of this is actually happening to me. And I went ahead and turned off the jet stream, and my ears like were echoing, like it just left a rock concert or something, like, you know, that cotton ear sound from the John Deere lawnmower in the tub? And... I looked at him, and I don't know where this came from, and I don't know why I said this, but I looked at him and said, squeeze me. <laughs> what did you say to me? Squeeze me. You want me to squeeze you? Yes, squeeze me. He said, all right, come up, back it up, and I'll squeeze you. I was like, oh, okay. So I turned around, and I backed it up, and he wrapped his arms around me. He moved my hair off to the side and he gave me this huge huge squeeze just this oh he squeezed me oh I squeezed me and I went squeeze me <laughs> so now the water is starting to cool off and unless we want hypothermia to kick in it was definitely time to get out of the tub so I asked him if he could just get out of the tub first and I did my little modesty hand over eyes <laughs> Giggling like a stupid little fool, like a giggly fool. Now I got googly eyed. Percy's googly eyed, now I'm googly eyed. So I'm giggling. <laughs> and I hear him get out of the tub. And he said, Okay, it's safe. And he had his towel wrapped around him. And I was like, Oh, oh. I mean, just I'm looking at him now from a different point of view than when I worked on him professionally. I said, That man better leave the room. He better leave the room. He wants to remain safe. So um, he left the room, and then I was able to get out. And then I washed out the coconut milk and honey from my hair. I did a quick blow dry. And he said, so what about next? What do you want to do next? And I said, you know what? I'm in my oversized T-shirt here, and I think I just want to go to sleep now. He goes, we can do that. I said, why don't you just stay until I fall asleep? He said, okay. I will stay till you fall asleep. 
I don't want him there all night. I am just the worst sleeper in the world, and I make rude noises, and I'm up and down all night long, and I just, I, I just, I'm not, I'm not good company at night. So he did. He stayed with me till I fell asleep. Three hours later, I woke up and checked on him in his room, and he was sleeping. And so I went ahead, and he had the covers down, so I covered him up, and I just kind of gave him a little pat on his head. <laughs> And I went back to my room, and I thought, man, like, like, pure gratitude. Like, how did this even happen to Javita? Like, Javita's like the town loser, you know? I mean, how did this happen? But you know what? I'm not going to question it because I'm going to enjoy every single moment I have with him. So in the morning, and I woke up, he left me this note, and he told me he was going to Bangor, Bangor for the morning. And to go ahead and go get a spa treatment and order room service. And he should be back between 12 and 1. I don't know what he's going to Bangor for. I'm not going to ask. All I know is I'm in a lovely resort with all the amenities in the world. And I'm going to get a spa treatment. <laughs>